Hey, Light Anglers. Today is February 8th. My name is Jack, and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. This is your first time here. Welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here on The Light Angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of this show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the Word of God. All right, so what do I have today? Well, this is uh, this is some exciting, well, <laughs> that's a wrong word. This is some very interesting stuff uh, I found today. So, uh, and it has to do with uh, our faith, our faith in Christ and uh, Christianity itself. So the first article, I got two today. First article is from Christianity, Christianity Daily, um, and the title is China is exporting surveillance technology used to track the Christians it persecutes to other countries. Well, that's that's interesting. Let me get into it. As if persecuting Christians inside the country is not enough, China is now using surveillance technology to keep track of people even to other countries and is letting other nations use this technology as well. Persecuted believers inside and outside China are now bracing for terror with the Chinese Communist Party's new AI surveillance technology. Using artificial intelligence, or AI, Chinese authorities can now keep track of believers they are persecuting even if they fled to other countries with the help of a face print. When a surveillance camera hones in to map a person's face, instant data can be gathered and entered into a database, and in seconds or less, a person's identity and current location can be confirmed. While it all looks like something that came out of a sci-fi movie, it's now happening in real life. Unknowingly, millions of people willingly submit data on their smartphones that allow system algorithms to recognize and identify a face. China's new AI tech is so powerful that the communist government has turned it into a persecution tactic, installing cameras everywhere, including churches. Now, state-approved churches in China, such as those in Jiangxi and Henan provinces, have cameras enabled with face recognition. Even with 97 million Christians in the country, tracking someone would not be too hard for the Chinese Communist Party once they get into their database. Unfortunately, churches who refuse the installation of such cameras for security reasons were either fined or raided. Worse, churches were banned to operate, like the Zion Church in northern Beijing. The church's 1,500 members were also harassed by police and state security officials at their homes and even their workplace. To date, China has installed 415 million surveillance cameras and still counting. Each camera is connected to the Public Security Bureau to instantly connect to other databases in the government and is eventually linked to the social credit system that monitors citizens' loyalty to communism and its tenants. That's crazy. This framework has now put a lot of pressure to religious minorities like never before. Christians who experience persecution in China are not the only ones worried about the rise of the AI tech. China has been working to expand its influence globally, and as it does, it also it is also exporting what Open Doors calls its all-pervasive systems for protection and security inside countries it influences. In July last year, Democrats included in a U.S. Senate committee expressed their worry over China's digital authoritarianism. 
providing details in the form of a report. In the report, the committee noted how Uzbekistan, which is currently ranked as the 21st country most hostile to Christians, as Open Doors World Watch List has exerted efforts to digitally manage political affairs using China's surveillance technology. Another report from the Brookings Institute uh, also described China's efforts to spread its highly intrusive surveillance technology to Saudi Arabia, Laos, Pakistan, and other places in the World Watch List. Not only will a powerful surveillance technology allow governments to digitally manage political affairs like what Uzbekistan did, it will also place religious freedoms at risk by targeting churches and other religious minorities who do not practice loyalty to communism. According to Open Doors, China's surveillance technology will be used to target minorities they consider threats by tracking their movements and taking preemptive action. The CCP has used such technology to track the Uyghur minority residing in Zhengjing. I think I said that right. Oh, what a mess. So it goes on to say, one of the organizations working in China shared, we want to see Christians in China stand firm and strong under persecution through God's grace and power. We want to see a vibrant, persevering church that will not bow to the enemy's schemes. That is our dream. That should be all of our dreams. Believers in China and other countries are urged to prepare for the upcoming persecution led by those who hate the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, that's not a bad warning. So you're probably thinking, though, well, Jack, this is China and, you know, Pakistan and Uzbekistan. That's still a long ways away. What does it have to do with us in the U.S.? Well, let me tell you what it has to do with us in the U.S. This is from the Christian Post, and the title is 55 Federal Agencies. I bet you didn't know we had 55 or even more than that. Anyway, 55 federal agencies tracking religious objection requests amid concern from conservatives. Yeah, there's probably some reason for concern there. As many as 55 federal departments and agencies have created 57 rule changes to keep track of employees or applicants who have sought exemptions of various kinds, including exemptions to COVID-19 vaccine mandates, a Christian conservative lobbying group reports. While some rules are limited to vaccine exemptions, others track all exemptions, such as an employee or applicant seeking accommodation from working on the Sabbath or Sunday reports Liberty Council Action, the lobbying arm of the nonprofit legal organization that specializes in religious freedom cases. Some rules even track visitors to their buildings or events. For example, the Treasury Department's Office of Civil Rights and Diversity has stated its database will document all religious exemption requests and denials. The office will track and maintain information about a requester's religious beliefs, as well as the informal dispute resolution of each person. The Liberty Council Action Statement reads, It will also record correspondence, supporting notes and documentation, and even records of oral conversations on every person who requests an exemption. This database will track and record this level of information for everyone from pre-employment, during current or former employment, or for attendees at a, per a particular event. While there are variations in the rules across the government agencies, the groups warn that all of them are causing serious concern for, about invasive privacy violations by the federal government. The U.S. Army, for example, is going beyond recording the religious preference of their employees. The Army is pairing this religious information with biometric data like fingerprints and digital photographs. Huh, sounds familiar, doesn't it? In a subsequent statement, the advocacy organization points out that a new Department of Homeland Security rule allows it to track employees, contractors, subcontractors, and certain private employees based on religious accommodations. 
The database can include personal information, audio conversations, and photos. And that information can be shared with any branch of our government and even foreign nations, the group contends. Representative Ben Klein of Virginia sent a letter signed by 10 Republican members of Congress to President Joe Biden condemning his administration for keeping a list of federal employees who applied for a religious exemption for the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, last, month's, last month, conservative think tank, the Heritage Foundation, Foundation, released a report saying that it found at the time at least 19 federal agencies, including five cabinet-level agencies, that had created a proposed list tracking religious objectors to the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, Representative Norman uh, of South Carolina introduced H.R. 6502, known as Religious Freedom Over Mandates Act, which would prohibit the use of federal funds for any system of records on religious accommodations with respect to any COVID-19 vaccination requirement. Well, I think uh, Representative Norman's a day late and a dollar short because they already got that info. So, you know, but anyway, moving on. Uh, the bill has been referred to the House Committee on Energy and Commerce, but the list of departments and agencies tracking exemptions has grown significantly since the bill was introduced. According, according to the Liberty Council action, IBM, here's a fun fact, IBM created a database of the Jewish people in Europe. Liberty Council Action Chairman Matt Staver said in a statement, Using this database, Nazis were able to identify the Jews and prohibit them from public and then private employment. This database is what enabled Nazis to round up those targeted for ghettos and concentration camps. Staver contends that the federal government has started its own database. We cannot allow this to happen, he said. We cannot allow a federal database categorizing people by their religion or medical status. What possible good can be accomplished by these government lists? Yeah. Uh, the First Liberty Institute, a conservative law firm based in Plano, Texas, released a statement in response to the Heritage Foundation's report calling the objector list alarming. These policies could negatively impact religious freedom for people of all faiths across the country. It's incredibly dangerous, indeed dystopian, for the government to have a list of religious citizens at its disposal, wrote First Liberty's George Gomez. Tyranny and repression aren't too far away when the state begins to actively track the faithful. Religious liberty is greatly endangered once the state monitors religious citizens in order to get them to conform to the government's sanctioned viewpoint. That's the end of the article. Pretty amazing, isn't it? That, uh, you know, I think a, a conspiratorial mind could uh, easily think that, holy cow, maybe this, uh, you know, whole COVID vaccination thing was, you know, a great way for the government to find out who was opposed to the government and better yet, who was religious. Because you think about it, most large companies, if you work for any type of company that, you know, was immediately, you know, running to the government and following their suit to um, follow the vaccine mandates, which weren't legal, um, went ahead and got all their employees information, especially those who were religious and wanted an exemption. Now all that data is collected. So not only just federal employees, but all these other companies that play a part and somehow, you know, whether it be contracts or whatever, play a part with the uh, federal government. So now all that information is there. So anyone who had a religious exemption, even if it was local, state, federal, whatever, they know. Interesting. And on top of that, China doing all the surveillance technology, our country doing all this. I mean, you can call it surveillance. It's an exemption. 
So they have your name and info in a database. Interesting stuff. So you're probably thinking, well, now's a great time to go ahead and hide and, you know, find a cave and live in it for the next 50 years and let everything play out. Sorry, folks. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your savior and uh, you say you walk with him, that is, that is not what you're supposed to do. Scripture tells us exactly what we're supposed to do. Here in Mark 8:38, it says, Forever who is ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Folks, our job is to stand up, be strong and courageous, and not be ashamed of our King of Kings. We're supposed to be there. And yeah, you know, by doing that, you know, in the future, that might mean persecution. It might mean a bunch of horrible things. Think about the first Christians, all right? They were in Rome for the most part. And uh, Rome, Rome didn't like Christians, especially the loud ones who were standing up. And uh, usually uh, it didn't end well for them. But it does end well for all of us. It ends well because we have something that the rest of the world can't understand. That's eternal life. You know, our God's watching over us. He's going to be with us. He's got us. We're taken care of. It might hurt for a minute, but uh, I'd rather have that little bit of hurt and eternal life with him than, uh, you know, what the other option is, which is hurt for eternity. All right, y'all pray with me. Father God, thank you for giving me courage and strength when the world seems to be against me and my family. Thank you for your word, your encouragement, and the brothers and sisters in Christ who I stand with to proclaim your great power and glory. I ask that you would help calm the worry and fear of so many Christians around the world who face persecution and give them peace to help them move forward in serving you. Please continue to bless us indeed, enlarge our territory, and keep us from evil and temptation. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Land Anglers, that is it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.